the school is out. Which means it's time for Hot Kids. Hello and welcome. This is Hot Kids for Kids for Kids. My name is Abby Feldman, 12 years old. Coming up on this Hot Kids today, we have Dean Gibb, a town planner. Also on the show, we've got the Hot Kids riddle to challenge your thinking. Here are the details if you have any questions for our guests, or you want to answer the riddle, or you just want to say hi. SMS the number 34519 and charge is at 150. Or you can send a WhatsApp on 062-148-2374. Please sign your name. Get ready for an interesting show on Ha Kids today. This is Ha Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Abby Feldman, 12 years old. We are starting a cool new feature on the Ha Kids show, where we bring one of our special listeners. And if you want to find out a bit more, or you want to be the next special guest... SMS or send an email to matt at highfm.com. And now, are you ready for the riddle? Well, here it is. Three men were in a boat. It fell over and all of them fell out onto the water. But only two men got their hair wet. How can that be? If you know the answer, send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp 062-148-2374. With your name and the answer, then you can win a prize from Kinniko. If you are the first one to get the answer right, remember, you have to give others a chance too. So if you won on High FM in the last 90 days, you can still enter, but you won't be able to win a prize. Today I have, today I have T- Dean Gibb, a town planning studio with me. If you have any questions for him... Or you just want to say hi, SMS 34519 or WhatsApp 062-148-2374. Hi, how are you? Hi, Abby. Very well in yourself. So we're going to talk a little bit about your job. I'm assuming you know what's going on, right? I, I hope so. <laughs> okay. So what is a town planner? Okay. So um, town planner is a profession. Mm-hmm. Um, what what town planners do, they they... They are um, responsible for making the, the the city or town a pleasant place to live. In. Mm. Um, so, um, town planning you 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 get two um, parts of town planning. The one part is strategic or spatial planning. Mm. That's um, a, a, a planning done by the city to make sure that um, the areas that they see fit to develop can be developed by encouraging development in those areas. Um, um, so that's basically the city's policy or vision of where they want development to take place. And and with strategic planning or, or um, uh, spatial planning, uh, you also have your, your land use planning. Your land use planning, that's that's a use of, of uh, um, that a property may be used for. So, um, in other words, you get different uses um, that properties are used for. Uh, the the general uses in suburban areas, residential, and then you do get your 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 areas within the residential areas where um, uh, it's been identified as a node, and then that will be used as um, for business purposes, or. Um, institutional or school or you know those public um, facilities that that's that's needed within the community and then um, uh, what we do um, in the private sector is a statu- 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 
the tuary planning. Sorry yeah. for that. No, it's fine. And uh, what what that is is it's it's um, the legal aspect of planning. Um, that is where we are changing those rights. Uh, for instance, residential to business, or or from agricultural to a um, a, a a residential development for for multiple units or or commercial industrial. So that's the change of use that 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 we are doing as in the private sector. And once again, the spatial planning is mostly for um, government or council that that uh, mm-hmm. that do that type of planning. And what do you have to study to be a town planner? Um, I studied uh, town and regional planning. It was a, a, a four-year degree. Um, uh, so you, at the, in your fourth year, you do a thesis, and um, uh, you get uh, there are uh, many institutions in uh, South Africa that offer this course. Um, uh they it comes down it, it it's they are all the uh your title that you when you finish your course is is to be a, a town planner that's that's mm-hmm. it and how long have you been doing this for i've been in the industry well i finished studying in uh, uh, tw- 2011 uh, that's when I obtained my degree. But in, I've I've been um, since after school. I've been um, working at town planners. Uh, so I've been doing this since two thousand and five. And what is usually in your job description? Um, so usually we have a client that um, has a vision to with their land, or they or have already. Um, change their land mm. um, for whatever purpose might be residential or business. Mm. So, uh, what we uh, in our job description is then uh, is to uh, apply um, on behalf of that client to city council, and um, obviously we would in that application to council we would. Uh, uh, include all the the necessary documents there's lots of legal mm-hmm. documents and and things applicable that we have to submit and uh, um, so we 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 uh, project manage that mm-hmm. whole um, application and then submit that to council um, and then then council then council takes over the the evaluation and uh, of that application to see if they agree with us in mm-hmm. what we have said in our application or not. And uh, then council makes a decision. So um, our job descriptions are, are, are mostly to um, uh, compile applications for mm. clients. And how long does one job usually take you? It varies. Um, the smaller uh, jobs uh, would be um, six months. Uh, it's not a fixed time frame. Um, like we would like it to mm. be, and many of our clients would like it to be at fixed time frame. But unfortunately, uh, we deal with governmental officials, and um, lots of times they uh, they they haven't set out a a, a strategic plan for that area so sometimes much more research has mm. to go in before they can actually come back with an answer so uh, it varies from six months with a small project and it uh, with larger um, scaled projects it can take up to 24 months that's 
quite a long time, yes. I have to say. Yes, um, a lot of our clients <laughs> say the same. <laughs> okay. Um, um, do you have to be creative to be good at this job? Um, you do need an uh, element of crea- crea- uh, creativity. Um, uh, it's not our main... Uh, we do a lot of we do a lot of legal work, so uh, you do need that report writing skill, and uh, you also need to know how to interpret the law, and so on. And but where the the creativity comes in is where we uh, have a, 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 a clear piece of land or mm-hmm. uh, open piece of land, and then we are actually designing how the the roads are going to. Um, uh, be built in that uh, on that land, and where how big the properties are going to be. So you need a bit of creativity to um, to think t- to yourself while you're busy putting this on pl- paper. Um, to think on the street level that if you were walking in this layout that you're planning, uh, how it would look like and how mm. it would feel. So there is creativity definitely that uh, that you need. Um, to do the job. Um, assuming that you deal with big plots of land, so how do you prevent like land pollution and people polluting the environment when you're building and the tar on the roads and stuff like that? Okay. Um, uh, the prevention of pollution, uh, what happens is when we do an application, there are, uh, uh, there are various studies from other um, mm-hmm. Professionals and other uh, um, uh, people that that uh, if a for instance industrial mm-hmm. development would create a lot of pollution. So um, they, beforehand, they would environmentalist w- would would have a study that has been conducted and uh, site specifically uh, s- uh, um, uh, implementing miti- mm-hmm. mitigating factors. Uh, Sorry for the big words, nah. but uh, that means basically that they curb the mm. the pollution elements of that development, um, so that uh, when that um, uh, development is in construction phase, there are certain regulations put in place so that, uh, for instance, if there's a river running, that that river will be um, marked off by a wall, and that pollution won't enter to the river, and it will they, it will run into certain. Uh, uh, pipes that will take it away and things like that mm-hmm. and like you get lands are uh, heritage sites and stuff like that do you are there special rules about building on that or can you just yes of course heritage is very important in south africa so um heritage uh is obviously uh culturally and um uh of importance so um, there are many sites that as her- 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 heritage um, uh, are classified as heritage mm. sites. Um, but generally speaking, there is a heritage law mm. with, with, with properties older than 60 years that are automatically um, heritage properties. So if you do any um, renovation to that property or uh, you dis- you want to get that property demolished to build a new development more um, uh, so then you have to go through a process with the with the heritage council of south africa to first obtain approval from them um, what they do is they uh, then uh, evaluate if that uh, heritage 
building, if that building uh, is significant, significantly important or not. And mm. if it is, then obviously the, uh, you won't be able to do that type of development or refurbishment on that. So the heritage is, pro- uh, is protected by these laws um, that, that are put in place that we do get to deal with now and again. Um, if you were to describe your job in three words, what would they be? Um, innovative, um, planning, and um, placemaking. <laughs> okay, reasonable. Um, what kind of people do you deal with on a day-to-day basis? Okay, so our clients vary from... Um, a very wide spectrum of people. Um, where we um, we have uh, clients that are in townships and they just want to uh, open a spaza shop, which is like a tuck shop, or um, there are people that want to operate a crash from a property, or a um, you also get people that want to operate a. a tavern mm. from their property um, in the townships so that's your 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 um, from from that from that level of people all the way to international businesses who have acquired a new site to uh, move their head offices to uh, and before they can move their head offices to uh, in detail research and planning has to go into that site before um, council will approve it so that that big international developer can um, build, construct his uh, residential or commercial type of development. So thank you so much. We're going to play a song and then we'll get back to you. Okay, excellent. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. That song was When We Are Human from The Princess and the Frog. My name is Abby Feldman and this is The Hi Kids Show. My guest in studio is Dean Gibb, a town planner. So we're going to carry on from where we left off. Yes, of course. So what the next question I have for you is how much land is the maximum amount of land that you can build on at once? Um, okay, so there are very large portions of land that's... Uh, zoned as farm or agricultural um, and these farm lands uh, are owned by uh, mining industries and and so on a lot of these uh, lands uh, uh, have been um, donated to to go- to government in certain instances and they are very large portions of land and uh, they are called. Uh, they are what uh, ha- um, the provincial province identifies mega housing projects. Mm. And yeah, the, um, they the, the size of the land varies from yeah hundred hectares to a thousand. Uh, mm. So it's it's very very large portions of land. Who do you aspire to be? Um, I town planning is my um, passion, and mm. uh, I. I, I I aspire to to be myself as a town planner. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and how long have you wanted to do this for? Um, since I was very young, mm-hmm. uh, we drove 
passed a, a site and I saw these uh, people with plans in their hands and uh, indicating, you know, pointing hand, fingers. And, and I could see that they, they are actually um, uh, uh, they are saying what's going to happen to this this mm. land and that really intrigued me uh, since a very young age I, I knew I, I want to be that guy with a plan in the end and uh, busy planning on what's going to happen on this this property uh, in future so, so it's yeah. kind of like you like God of that land yeah in a very in small some, sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> in some sort of a way deep you're like, a you're a manager you're a boss yeah <laughs> um, and how do you make sure that once you've started building on that sort of land, that you can, if you have to, you can extend it and all of that if you don't have that land before, if you get what I'm saying. Okay. Um, that's where the spatial planning comes mm. in or um, uh, strategic planning. The council have mm. got their policy and their vision, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So they determine um, the the limits uh what they would allow mm. in terms of uh, development, developing land. And um, so, uh, for instance, uh, the, the city of Johannesburg will have a density policy for a spe- specific mm. neighborhood. Um, and uh, it can, if they are encouraging a high density development there, high density is obviously uh, a, a multiple residential units in a, a very small mm. contained space then they would um, uh, put very high densities for that area. But in your more rural areas where there aren't uh, much services, for for example, electricity substations Mm. and water towers uh, uh, and uh, uh, sewage pipes and so on, in those type of areas, they obviously want to discourage Mm. uh, residential development and their policy for that area would be very low density Mm. Um, so you are limited um, to what the city and what the capacity in terms of civil services availability so like do you know how if you're driving somewhere and you know someone who like draws a lot they're like oh I should draw that I should draw that if you're like driving through like a city or town do you think oh that should be there this should be there why do they do that of course yeah um, when I drive through this uh, town I s- and I see something that's out of out of place uh, I know that is not a mm. correct town planning or I know th- that property is um, the owner has done that uh, against the law. Mm. He doesn't have rights for that type of use there. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that, that type of thing pops up all the time. Um, to, go, to go back to the beginning, uh, we do we are uh, a part of our job is place making so mm. if uh, I, we you see things that are in conflict that's not proper place making so mm. uh, that's that's uh, very important to us as town planners to make like proper places drive home be like that shouldn't be there that shouldn't be there I try to get out of your mind you're like eh, oh well um, there are there are too many, so you yeah, you, you do go. Oh, oh well, yeah, like, <laughs> it, yeah. it depends. Uh, you know how serious the the matter is, but um, generally people also they, they they're trying to make a living, so mm. they do uh, things in contravention to the laws, and uh, it's 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 one of those things you can't really do much. What's the weirdest question you've gotten? Um, I don't know from you. <laughs> 
besides this interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we don't really do, deal a lot with pollution. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a bit of a weird question for me. Okay. Okay. Um, what's the weirdest story you have? Um, no, I have to skip that question. Why? I, d- I don't have a, a weird story. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Everyone has a weird story. Whether you've broken your arm jumping off a trampoline or you've been chased down by a dog down the road. When I was when I was very small, I um, was on a, a swing, mm. and um, I was going so high and fast that I actually managed to scrape open my eye. Um, that sounds healthy. Yes, and uh, I was bleeding a lot, and I didn't even notice I was bleeding. <laughs> so that's a weird story for me. <laughs> um. Oh. Okay. I guess. Okay. How did you not realize you you jumped off a swing? No, I didn't jump. I was going on oh. the swing and some bolt or, or nail uh, while I was going oh. on the swing. Yeah, I was thinking, why would you jump off a swing? <laughs> Who would sit there and think, okay, 10 seconds, I want to jump off this thing. Right. Um, so what else do you do for the environment? I'm okay. very into that kind of. Yes. Um, okay. What I didn't mention uh, mm. when we were talking about uh, what you have to study, uh, it's a, a degree at, at varsity. And one of the subjects that we have at varsity is uh, environmental um, management or, mm. or planning. Um, and and uh, so we have that as, as, a, as a major subject. Mm. And we have that all the way right through until the third year, from your first up until your third year. So we mm-hmm. have intensive um, environmental man- management um, planning uh, subjects uh, where we learn about the environment and, and, and the ecology and, and so on. And um, so when we do planning uh, of a, a new development or a uh, existing development, what we do is um, we, we have different specialists from mm. uh, to to uh, submit reports and one of those specialists are inv- environmental specialists mm. and uh, what they would do is they would identify all the environmental sensitivities of of that land and they would it depends on the severity of that environmental sensitivity. They would mark those as no-go areas. Mm. So when you are, um, when you have your plan in front of you, then you have uh, all the, the the rivers. They would be marked as no-go. Mm. All the ridges or the, the 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 mountainy rocky areas they would be marked as no go areas mm. and all uh, so so those areas then would be excluded totally from the plan and be uh, uh, they would be uh, earmarked as open space public open space or private open space so that uh, um, and and uh, usually they would also uh, certain uh, regulations would be uh, added to those uh, spaces so that they can't be uh, intruded by um, uh, the humans or or, mm. or so on so that they are pro- kept protected yes what is your favorite part of your job um I enjoy working with uh, a different uh, multidisciplinary team of um, professionals uh, and uh, also get to meet very interesting clients. And um, I really enjoy 
what I mostly like is where I have been, uh, where I've been driving past a certain site and uh, it was vacant. And mm. um, then I, the, someone buys that land and they actually end up in at our office and I'm able to um, guide, uh, obtain rights for them to do in development. And then when I drive past there, I get a sense of satisfaction mm. that I was a part of that project where there are now 30 units or, or, or whatever the mm. case might be. People have um, houses to to live in. What is the best advice you've gotten? Um, I think uh, hope for the best, mm. uh, but prepare for the worst. That's pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. And the worst advice you've gotten? Uh, just don't worry about it. Mm. Just, just, just leave it. It's fine. Push it away. Yeah, that's uh, that's totally against planning. That's mm. what, what planning is about. Is uh, so that uh, there isn't uh, a development that uh, comes up and then it's built in the flood line, mm. where the water can wash down or. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, you can't just leave it. You have to make sure that uh, you know all the facts and you've done all the correct research to make sure that you've got a successful development. And you were saying what the best part is, but what don't you love the most about your job? Um, we have got lots of law, mm. legal things in our job. Um, that's uh, and And now what's happened is... Uh, a lot of our um, laws have changed because they were very old. Mm. And um, most of the town planning laws have now changed. And now we have to relearn them. And it's it's taken a lot of um, time. Uh, but, yeah, uh, with that uh, comes um, when, you, when you submit an application on a property, uh, you have to notify the public or you have to notify the, mm. the people um, that are living uh, directly uh, next to that property, mm. and sometimes uh, you get very angry people uh, that are v- against a certain development, and and that can be um, a, a not a not a nice thing to deal with uh, uh, someone that that's very passionate and angry mm. about this new development coming here. Because it's going to influence him negatively and so on, and which is not always the mm. case. Sometimes people are afraid of change, and uh, uh, they 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 get um, worked up about mm. something that's actually better for the future for them. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Chaka, today and teaching us about your job. Sure. Just a reminder: today's riddle was three men were in a boat. It fell over. They all went into the water. But only two men got their hair wet. How could this be? If you know the answer, send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp on 062-148-2374. We'll be wrapping it up right after this. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Abby Feldman. I'm 12 years old. I'm here with Dean, and we're going to ask you one more question before we wrap up. Yes. Is where do you work? Okay. Um, I'm a town and regional planner, mm-hmm. 
And I work at Urban Devco. Uh, it's short for Urban Development Company. Mm. And we are available if you uh, look us up on Google. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, the riddle was, three men are in a boat. It fell over. They all fell into the water. But only two men got their hair wet. How could this be? We're going to be wrapping up straight after this. <laughs> 